0: Hello everyone, Jim Fitzpatrick, thank you for joining me on this week's edition of CBT News Market Update powered by LotLinks. To quickly recap this week's numbers, new car sales came out to a retail SAR of 11.16 down 12.6 from 13.39 in 2019. The inventory of new vehicles sold took a 29.6% drop from this time last year. Used car sales dropped below 2019 numbers for the first time since April. Sales came in at 149,050 at a 21.5% drop from last year's numbers of 189,766. New car inventory is still struggling down 19.5 from last year, but we do see about a 1% improvement week over week. Used inventory is up slightly at 7.1%. Here to break down how these numbers reflect larger industry trends are lance schaefer general manager of product and technology at LotLinks, and bob lanham head of automotive retail at facebook gentlemen thank you so much for joining us here on the show great to be here thank you sure so um, thanks jim sure so lance let me start with you what are some of the trends that you see out there with regard to uh digital marketing and such there's a lot of dealers out there as you know that they're scratching their head, saying you know, do we need do we need as much marketing dollars or as many marketing dollars as I as I say um, as we did you know pre COVID? So talk to us about some of the trends out there.
1: Yeah, the trends uh, really are interesting. Um, we've seen um, we we especially look have been looking at paid advertising because that's one of the the levers that a dealer can control in terms of uh, managing their demand. And, uh, of course, we saw a major dip in paid marketing overall uh, when COVID began, especially in April, uh, and seen a gradual recovery just, you know, like everything else. But the thing that really um, surprised us is that uh, uh, overall spending is exactly what it was, you know, kind of year over year. We're seeing, uh, you know, a recovery of paid ad ad spend uh, back to where it was. Uh, So that's been kind of the general trend that that we've seen is a a recovery. Backspin.
0: Okay, great. And Bob, would you second that? Is that what you see at at Facebook?
2: Yeah, we're we're seeing a lot of shifting, a lot of share shifting. Um, you know, there there's been a lot of evaluation on the different platforms that dealers have been using. I think COVID forced them to evaluate their media mix. And one of the things that we have seen is through this evaluation, they're they're shifting dollars around to maximize efficiencies and. Um, that's what we're seeing quite a bit, and, and that's what we're working through
0: even today. Sure. So, what are you telling your dealers, Bob, today? What are you, if they're coming to you saying, "What you know, you're you sit in a very unique position there. What, where should we be spending the dollars, and how should we be spending? What should we be focusing on?"
2: Yeah. You know, we always try to be a consultant first. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the media business as a whole, and first and foremost, we'll always talk about a dealer having a full funnel stra- full funnel strategy. Mm-hmm. You've heard me talk about this before, yeah. right? From branding of your dealership, the, the why buy, down to your lead gen with CRM in between and VIN specific marketing mm-hmm. uh, in between as well. Mm-hmm. When we see dealers execute a full funnel strategy, we see their overall engagement among digital ads increase, but more importantly, when we measure back the sales, which we have the opportunity to do so, We see a full funnel strategy outweigh or outperform just a single strategy.
0: Okay, and uh, you know, Lance, he he mentioned Bob mentioned uh, VIN specific, and I know that's something that you guys at LotLinks know a little something about. Talk to us about the importance of a VIN specific marketing approach.
1: Yeah, you know, the important part is it's it's reflective of the inventory of the dealer, and uh, you know, you know, LotLinks. has the belief that really analyzing the inventory on the lot is, the, is where you start and, and, and then move into the platforms to support uh, the inventory in a bin specific way. And uh, you know, one of the more interesting things we've seen is, of course, a drop of inventory uh, and starting to recover though. Um, and so uh, we're actually uh, uh, seeing uh, those, the bin specific marketing, start to uh, concentrate into a smaller group of bins, especially on the new car side. Uh, so, you know, that's an interesting trend that we've seen. The average, uh, you know, the general average dealer is, is spending more per vehicle, if you look at it that way, proven specific than they were uh, before COVID. And that, that continues to increase.
0: Yeah. And and dealers were, you know, you look at NADA and they'll tell you that, you know, the average dealer is spending six, $700 a unit. And, uh, you know, I talk to dealers all over the country every day, as you know, and they report back that they're nowhere near that now it seems as though they've learned a lot through COVID and they've been much more efficient with their advertising spend to bring, you know, somebody uh, interviewed uh, one dealer and he said, I'm down under $200 a car. Have you found that, Bob, to be the case as well? Absolutely.
2: That that goes back to my evaluation piece. When when dealers were forced to evaluate where they were spending, well, first and foremost, understand where they were spending. Right. Then evaluate evaluate where they were spending. I think they, they, they learned and saw there's great efficiencies that could be had in their media plan or what yeah. we call a media mix. Mm-hmm. And that's where the share shifting came in, right? Where they may remove some money from one, one platform over to another platform that provides the same results, but at a, at a more efficient cost. So we, we, we are seeing a lower cost per
0: vehicle sold as well, simply through evaluation and efficiencies. And, uh, and Lance, do you think that that's sustainable? Do You You know, one dealer said, I don't know how long this is going to continue, though. I have a feeling things are going to get back and we're going to end up spending, you know, six, seven hundred dollars a car again. And and I'll, I'll be mad at my marketing team if, if that happens. Where, where do you think the future is on this?
1: I hope it is, because I think it's an excellent approach to to look at the efficiencies of marketing spend. Um we're seeing some indications that 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 spend is increasing, especially in the units where we're seeing. We took a look at uh, Acura MDXs, which actually have a higher you know stocking rate now than 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 uh, before, and we are seeing those marketing dollars really starting to ramp up, probably because there's a lot of of, uh, of supply. So I think it'll be interesting to see um, you know where the dealers end up as the as the supply starts to move in. Right. Um, but yeah. I hope the lessons of of efficiency, you know, uh, like Bob said, you know, continue on because uh, it's been a good, a good thing for dealers to look that closely at marketing expanded and, the, and the channels and matching to their
0: inventory. Yeah. Uh, Bob, I had one uh, dealer, owns four dealerships in the Northeast, all pretty high volume stores. He said, I am on Facebook like never before. He said, because of COVID, Everybody seems to be using that as a as a platform to communicate with loved ones, their family. I mean, they do anyway, but now at a at a level that is probably unheard of. You guys probably see the numbers on that. Um, and and he felt as though that's where he's going to spend uh, the lion's share of his marketing is on Facebook. I know this sounds like a plug, or I just teed you up, but but in reality, that's that's what he shared with us. And have you found that to be the case out there? That. Dealers are now spending more with you at Facebook because it it is the kind of the go to platform during this pandemic.
2: Yeah, you know, obviously I won't get into the specific numbers, but you know, uh, I handle the retail business for automotive at Facebook, and and, and our numbers are are trending uh, upwards and, and at a pretty good percentage. But, but Jim, this is simple math, right? And what a lot of people don't realize is we actually grew in the second quarter of, of 2020 by 5 million profiles uh, here in the US. So we're up wow. to 228 million monthly uh, 18 plus adults on our platform. But here's the number that I, that that is even more staggering. We, we grew by 8 million profiles a day. So we now have 179 million adults 18 plus on our platform every single day so if you're looking to prospect if you're looking to target your buyers um, i believe our population is at 320 million give or take and that includes uh children um we're gonna have the lion's share of of you know any demographic so what dealers have learned through simple math and, and math and evaluation is i can reach a very large percentage of people at a very efficient cost
0: right right now um now, Lance, I'll give you the, the flip side of that. It spoke to another dealer that's got 17 stores and uh, she saw a huge opportunity on Google because she said everybody's Googling, you know, the best time to buy a car and what's the best way to buy a car and is this, you know, what are the incentives out there? Are you seeing some of that as well on, on, on the Google side and, and the ad to be out there and the ad spend and such?
1: Yeah, I mean, Facebook and Google obviously are are, yeah. are both you know can be very efficient platforms when, when utilized. Especially Google, when utilized correctly, can be. Uh, so we are. I mean, I think we'll see growth in both. I mean, uh, yeah. they're both they're both when utilized. I think maybe some of the other traditional channels uh, might might suffer a bit because of that or have budget moved away, which are a little less efficient. Right. Um, but certainly, I think Google and Facebook are well positioned. To be a highly efficient platform for marketing inventory for
0: yeah sure. do you think the future is that you know if you've got if i'm an, if i'm a toyota dealer and i sell a couple of hundred cars a month and my ad budget is is let's say fifty thousand dollars i can i can do very well on just google and facebook and and i don't need anything else <laughs> be there where people start out uh you know be there you know where the conversations are happening and uh, everything else is just noise. I don't need radio, I don't need TV, I don't need top uh, I don't need anything. Do, do you see that coming down the pike?
1: You know, uh, that's a great question, wow. Uh, the, uh, I think, you know, we've seen some dealers kind of already doing that. Yeah. And, you know, they're moving inventory, uh, you know, Could they be performing better with other mediums? I think the tough part is it's hard to measure some of the other mediums. So uh, they move toward the more certain measuring uh, mediums like Google and and channels like Google and Facebook. Uh, So I think it's it's possible um, that some dealers will do this. Um, You know, I the I do think in the longer term though uh, the other the other channels do have a role. You know, like the classified sites. you know they uh, I don't think they can be ignored uh, but what may happen is that you know more again more concentration onto Google and Facebook
0: sure sure I and and probably I should probably should have made that a little bit clear I guess I was counting in the ad budget that there would always be those third party oh, okay. lead provider sites out there you know I, I can't imagine doing away with your with your third party no, lead because yeah, they're, they're an so, important part of the mix they are man. there's so much traffic that you know goes to yeah. a you know an, an auto trader or cars.com or car gurus or what have you so I think as a dealer, I'm just putting my dealer hat on here that I would not want to completely count that out just yet. You know, I don't think we're there. But uh, in terms of all okay. of the other mix, I I could see myself as if I was if I owned a dealership today, where I'd say, guys, just focus on Facebook and and Google, and we're good. You know, yeah, Bob, is I that? I think
1: there's some new technologies uh, like connected TV that allow a higher yeah. degree of targeting, and I think we'll see uh, more of those those types of. You know, if you think about TV, it, it'll be a little less maybe linear broadcasting and a little bit more of connected TV or, or those things. Uh, there's still massive audiences watching TV and sports, and if you can properly target, you know, those, those right. are I think you can't count them out yet. That's for sure.
0: No, that's true. That's true, and that and that has made a huge uh, splash here in the last couple of years, where people are getting back to video uh, marketing because it can be so. Uh, specific, you know, not just to the buyer, to the brand, to the area, you know, and, and then you drop in some predictive analytics and, and such, and you could be hitting the customer that you want right in their home uh, based on the programming and what have you. And uh, and that, that should be a, a, a part of the mix, shouldn't it?
1: I think so. If done correctly, I think it's an important part of the mix um, and the, the ability to target now very smartly, uh, it makes it a, a good medium, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and Bob, I see you shaking your head on that as well. Do you wanna chime in on that? I mean, we we,
2: we just launched what we call an FBIQ, which is our research division. We'll send newsletters out and, and and the latest is, I mean, just adding slight motion to imagery mm-hmm. uh, increases conversions by 17%. So okay. uh, video is powerful and, and yeah. you know uh it, it should be a part of your creative rotation for sure
0: yeah no question about it that's that's uh so w- what is this i mean we're we're not through the pandemic however dealers around the country are you know ringing the bell saying you know our sales are phenomenal our gross profits are up our finance uh, numbers are up even though we're delivering cars in some cases that Consumers' front doors, uh, and everyone thought that, oh, we might lose some some F and I money there. You know, if you don't have them in your office. But everything, all the indicators are there. We're just waiting for new car inventory. Um, do you think that this will continue throughout the end of the year, or that that was based on you know pent up demand in March and April, and also stimulus checks hitting everybody's house? What's your take on that, Bob?
2: For sure, pent-up demand, right? I think SARS still has us at, what, 14 million yeah. uh, versus 17 million of years past. We've got two hurricanes hitting the, hitting the coast now, which, you know, I don't know what effect that will have. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, we're really started, starting to see, or I think we have seen the converge between marketing and online retail or digital retailing, mm-hmm. right? And how the two work together were in the past, it used to be marketing and then the the in-store sales process right well now we're starting to see it uh, work together and and you talk about increased gross and and, and there are a number of, of groups that who have instilled digital retailing and branded their digital retail who are up a hundred percent in their gross simply wow. by the experience that they've offered um, to to their to their buyers and you know, you add in the marketing, which drives the digital retailing, now you're starting to see where you can become more efficient and where you can drive that that profitability of your second or third largest
1: expenditure.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Have you seen, have you seen the same, Lance?
1: Yeah, absolutely, I uh, would echo that. The, uh, it's interesting to see the amount of innovation and communication, you know, between the marketing department and inventory uh people to to uh i think it's unprecedented you know and and that will carry you know that's the silver line that'll carry forward uh through you know probably obviously a, a lean year in terms of total volume sales uh those efficiencies though will help will you know make sure that those dealerships you know still do well during this and as well as possible uh so absolutely seeing the same
0: yeah for sure well lance schaefer and bob lanham I want to thank you gentlemen so much for joining me here on the show. It's been quite a pleasure. And uh, this is a conversation that we could have, you know, for four hours and never drill down to the bottom of it because it's 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 one of those things that's fluid, right? You know, automotive marketing is, is what's happening today probably won't be happening exactly the same way, you know, a week from now or even maybe a day from now. But uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on the show. I know our viewers get a lot out of your visit here. So thank you so much.
1: Great. Thank you. Thanks.